Hi, and welcome back to another episode of You're in Charge, Now What? I'm your host, Glenn Pash. And the goal of this channel is to help those of you that now find yourself in charge of a project or a team or even a business uh, build the skills necessary to generate consistent results. We all know that feeling. You walk out of that meeting and your boss just said, congratulations, I need you to head up whatever. And you thank them and you shut the door. And as you're walking back to your desk or your cube or wherever you are, and you say to yourself, well, now what do I do? How do I do that? And that's the goal of this channel. Each week, we're going to focus on one aspect of a task and build the skills and give you tactical things that you can do and apply so that you can generate those results that you're trying to accomplish. So uh, before we dive in, if you're new to the channel, just please subscribe down below. That would mean a lot to me. Also, please put your comments in. I'd love to hear what you like or even dislike about the show. And always, if you have some ideas or topics you'd like me to cover uh, or my guests to cover, please just let me know. Um, and I think that's about it. So anyway, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Um, how do you sell change to your boss? Ah, that's an interesting one because this came up from a conversation at a recent conference that I was hosting, the Automotive Analytics and Attribution Summit. I was doing a workshop with uh, Mark McGurn, who is a sales trainer in the automotive vertical, and one of the attendees raised the question saying, well, Glenn and Mark, I love what you're saying. I think this would help my dealership, but how do I sell this idea? How do I go back and explain to my boss we need to change? And so I wrote an article that's on our blog about this, but I thought it was a great topic for the podcast. So I think there's five things that you can do if you're in charge or you're taking on change, either you've been assigned the task to go out and find, let's say, a new piece of technology, or you are see at a workshop a new strategy, a new technique, and you say, that's what we need to do, and I need to go back and talk to my leaders to say, we need to do this. So I'm going to give you five things that you can do to make sure that you are way more successful. You know, you're not thrown out of the office after you come in and say, boss, we got to change all these things. They will throw you out. So how do you do it? Now, one little caveat, leaders out there as well. This applies to you. Sometimes when you make a change or you want to implement a change, you just think, well, if I just tell my team, here's what we need to do, they'll figure it out on their own. You need to put these five steps into place too. So when you communicate downstream, it's just as effective. So number one, you have to explain to the people on the other side of the desk, why do you need to change right now? The first inclination may be, can we put this off? Why do we have to do it now? Could we do it in six months? The other aspect is, why did we wait so long? Why didn't we do this six months ago? You need to be very clear in your presentation, why now? Now, for example, you could have things that are going on in the industry, things that are happening from a technology standpoint. Maybe there's a new updated uh, version of the technology you're using. Maybe there's a better way of doing it. I know there were a lot of changes over this past year due to COVID because there were restrictions. I work a lot in the automotive space with my clients and in, in their 
arena, so to speak. A lot of times these showrooms were closed, so people couldn't come in. So a lot of their style of selling or uh, strategies of how to sell or their processes to how to sell had to change. So part of it would be, well, we have to change now because customers can't come in. And if we do not pivot and change how we sell vehicles, we're not going to sell vehicles. So again, be very clear in why we need to do it right now. Give them specifics. Number two, we have to talk about what we need to change. Again, be specific, especially leaders going downstream. What's going to change because that's going to impact the day-to-day -day of your employees. Same thing, going up, the leaders need to understand what's changing so they can question, do we need to do all of this right now? Can we wait? Maybe they see something differently than you do. That, but having that conversation about specifics makes things more manageable and easier. Again, if we have to change too many things, maybe then we can bucket that or build out a process. And we'll talk about that in, uh, in number five. But again, be very specific of what needs to change. Um, it allows conversation to happen with specifics. So again, we talked about why we need to change right now. Then we talk about what we need to change right now and map it out. Number three, and this was the biggest one that Mark talked about it when answering this individual at the conference is data. Leaders want data. Data, data, more data. So you have to go out and do your research. Now, if you're changing a new piece of technology or maybe you're hearing about a piece of technology, you, you have to understand, well, I have to compare what we've currently been doing. So I need to understand the data of what is currently happening. Same thing if something outside influence, right? We talked about COVID. If all of a sudden restrictions are happening, if you can say, well, we have all of these people visiting our website, but we depended on a lot of people walking into the store, how do we engage the, how do we make up for that? If we had 500 people walking through the store every single month, how do we make it easier on our website to interact with our customers to make up for that 500? So notice again, I'm talking about specific data. So we need to understand what data is impacting our decision. Now, number four, which is the flip side of this is, well, we should be able to project what data, what results we're hoping to get with this new change. Now, this is very hard because you're not, you can't predict the future. But again, if you're changing a piece of technology, maybe the vendor has implemented this new technology at other, uh, with some of their other clients and they can give you some data to represent the change. So I can talk to my owners and say, here's what some of the other people who have used this new technology, the results they're seeing. Again, if we're going back to the, the, uh, the example of a website, if we say, well, if we change this button from a form where then we chase after them to you know, respond to their question, if we change that to a chat and we answer and talk to them right now, I can go look in analytics and say, well, we had 500 people click that button last month. So we could talk to those 500 people. That could be making up for some of that 500 that walked into our dealership or our retail environment. Again, Projecting out may not be 
100% guaranteed. But again, what you're doing is, is you're pushing out some metrics, some results that you're working towards a direction, a goal. So when you implement change and you get that go ahead, now you at least have guardrails uh, to at least be pointing in a direction to say, hey, we're drifting too far off or we're not keeping up with the pace that we thought we would. And then lastly, number five is mapping everything out. You have to give a game plan for ownership or your leaders. They, you shouldn't be dumping it on them to say, well, tell me now, how do I do this? Your job is to map out the plan. Again, if you're changing multiple things, maybe there is a, you know, a, 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 way that's going to happen that it's going to roll out you know first we're going to look at the technology at the same time we're going to look at the website to see what we're going to do then we're going to look at our processes of how we interact with our customers and then you can map out and say okay we'll put the technology then we'll make this change then we'll make this change one for your leaders to map it out so they can question it and agree on it and sign off on it more importantly the team needs to understand what's happening how the changes are happening when they're coming down so they have something they, they they're reassured they're no one wants anything just dropped in their lap and said hey congratulations starting tomorrow we're changing everything no one likes that so the more that we can map it out we can measure it we can keep on our schedule and it's more controlled so if you go into your leaders, you've been tasked with this, or even, as they said, you even came up with the idea. If you have these five things mapped out, one, your leaders are going to appreciate it and respect it because you're respecting their time. Number two is you're actually laying something out that everyone can visually see, numbers, schedules, options. Then we can discuss it. We can have conversations about it. And then we can move things around, settle things, and then leadership can buy in. As I said, leaders, the same thing. You then can explain to your team so that they can buy in and it makes change more manageable. Change is not easy, but it can make change more manageable. So again, just to recap our summary, those five things to help you. Number one is why do we need to change right now? Why is it important that we have to do this now versus six months from now? Or why didn't we do it six months ago? Number two, what specifically is going to change in our business, be it technology, process, pricing, product, whatever it is, what's changing? Then we need data. Where, what data that we're currently executing on and delivering on so that we can compare to see if it's worth making the change. And then number four is what are our projections? What are the results we think we're going to get if we make this change? And then lastly, mapping it all out. So ownership and leadership can agree on it. You can agree on it. The team can agree on it. And we all feel comfortable that we have a roadmap. We understand everything. We understand where we're going. We also can see results along the way to monitor if we're getting the results we want. Great. If we're not getting the results we want, we can go back and we can adjust and we can tweak. So again, it's a very important aspect of how to be able to explain and sort of sell change up or downstream. Either way, do these five things. It will help you be able to present your case and implement change and have a better impact on your business. So I hope you found that valuable. 
Uh, if you did, again, always subscribe down below. I appreciate it. I so appreciate your time. If you got this far with me, again, please let me know what you uh, like. Put your comments down below. If there's a topic you'd like me to talk about or one of my guests, we'll get it done for you. Again, the goal is to help you overcome that feeling of saying to yourself, I don't know what to do. I, I took on this role. I took on this job. I took on this project, and I don't know where to go first. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. So again, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your attention. And as I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge, but now you have a new tool to help you become more successful. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.